Maybe a summer, a little summer absence uh, for the Star Wars podcast pod racers. Uh, welcome back. Matt is back home. Uh, he bolted for the western part of Canada. How was it? It was good. I, I did quite a bit of Canada, I guess, by the oh, end. Yeah, I've been. Uh... Did you end up going to Ottawa? I did. Oh, did you see I did. Alan? I did see Alan. Did you see his and, kids uh... who look freakishly like him? I was just, I didn't get to see them. No. Oh, okay. So because of him uh, being in and out of the hospital very much, oh, yeah, very I often, I think it's probably prudent that because I was traveling around a lot, I not, uh, that's true. Meet the kids. So um, he had a picture of one of his boys and I was like, that is literally a mini Allen head. Oh, the poor guy. Poor kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy crap. He looks exactly like Alan. It was it was so funny, like scrunched up Alan face. Yeah, like, no, it was nice. I got to sit and talk to him for about I don't know forty five minutes or so. Just nice. caught up on stuff, and yeah, he's just been so busy with uh, with the, the health babies. problems of his child that uh, yeah, he's he's got no time for any anything really. He said I was like one of the first people that wasn't a healthcare practitioner in a while that he's oh my he's visited with so. Well, um, yeah, our hearts we, go out to Alan, and we st- we're still here wishing him him the best. Absolutely, he can come back sometime soon. And shit on the sequel trilogy. So shit on the sequel trilogy some more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, fun podcast that we've got today. Uh, obviously, with us not doing one in about a month or so. Well, I have our last one was episode fifty, and that was mm-hmm. July twentieth. So there you go. So there we go. It is now August thirtieth. Yeah, just over a month. And lots of news to talk about. We've got another top five of things that we'd like to change. This time it's the original trilogy. I imagine next week that one will be just a laundry list of things that we want to change. (laughs) I don't know. Are we okay? So I guess we go to Mandalorian. Yeah. Next week is like the interim period after the original trilogy and yes. the sequel trilogy so it'll will be the mandalorian there'll be like resistance yeah if you if you watch oh that i gotta show, finish right? watching it i guess then, um, right? you know uh, but actually resistance takes place also during like the uh, resistance because it's poe yeah so that not, one would count not in it poe's not in it is he no, not resi- for a second is, no i don't know maybe for a second but he is in it uh, it is about a different pilot that I don't even know if we see during the. Sequels. I don't know. I have to. I don't think so either. It again, it wasn't that entertaining. I didn't. I found myself reading my phone a lot while I was while I was oh. watching it. So oh. that's not a good thing. No. So Mandalorian is next week. Yeah. Okay. Or that that time, like things we yeah. want to see. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll change that up just a little bit for that because. Yeah. I don't know. The there's not a trilogy. whole lot I would change in Mando. No, but things that I would, I, I there's cha- things I would change in Mandalorian, but uh, yeah, things, things I'd I would like, like to see, see is a set up. Yeah, set up. I yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to be doing our Bad Batch series review episodes four and five, still at the very beginning, but uh, lots of stuff to to pick apart. Um, some really good episodes. So we'll get right into the news off the hop, and I know that you have kind of disconnected from star wars which is actually probably a good thing yeah um, I disconnected from a lot of things while i was traveling i didn't read too too much enjoy life news which was nice yeah 
Oh yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I don't know if you've heard, but Bad Batch season two is an official thing. It is an official thing. Good. It is an official thing. They, I think they kind of. Have you seen? Have you finished Bad Batch? I have. It was awesome. Okay. I think at the end of, I think at the end of the credits, you see a Bad Batch season two kind oh, of okay. thing at the end. But uh, right. if you don't follow through on the end of that, then you wouldn't see it. No, because uh, there so, wasn't something after every other episode. Mm-hmm, so I exactly. Uh, yeah. So okay. this is exciting. We don't know how many seasons we're going to get with a Bad Batch. I don't think it's going... I, I think it will be less than Rebels because I think they could have gone maybe a season more with Rebels. Kind of connect the uh, the original trilogy to the Rebellion and, and the original... or Sorry, uh, the prequel trilogy to the original trilogy just a little more. Maybe mm-hmm. a, little, a little more attack on getting away from Lothal being the big storyline to Scarif maybe kind of yeah and and I would like to see some more force stuff yeah like maybe setting up things that Luke will discover absolutely I think that'd be cool so you know Rebels did was good obviously we can always get more of Rebels for sure so well done yeah the storytelling was so amazing in that um so there's we we do have more of what we're gonna see there's still some unanswered things uh, where is Ahsoka during this time? We've seen Gregor. Oh, am I busting? Ah, who cares? We're way past that anyway. But uh, we've seen we've seen Gregor. We've seen other clones. Now we're now we're at that point in Bad Batch where you've got two things sitting there: the clones and now just regular human troopers coming into the stormtrooper ranks. Mm-hmm what is, that's it's a powder keg that's ready to explode something's got to happen there so that story needs to be told i don't know maybe yeah. we maybe we see some more jedi that we aren't aware of yet that still are living or anything like that so lots to dive into when it comes to bad batch still mm-hmm. and i'm excited for that and of course you gotta you gotta finish up the storyline of the actual bad batch and their conflict within their ranks kind of thing but we'll mm-hmm. we'll get to that as, as we get further and further into our review um rumors are that mace windu will make an appearance in the kenobi series with you and oh, mcgregor interesting yeah now i've been reading it's just small stuff online but uh, there apparently there is a a, a bit of a push to bring mace back and the fact that you know after the prequel trilogy everybody just assumed mace was dead but like any other good franchise movie franchise anything tv whatever if you don't see him die right in front of you the option is always open yeah and in star wars especially where falling off screen is almost guarantee of survival really yeah. <laughs> Seriously, there's not a lot of people Boba survive <laughs> unless you're a stormtrooper. <laughs> yeah, stormtroopers, yeah. it does die, matter. but everybody else that falls out of something seems to survive. So I, I'd like to see what they do with Mace. I want I want a Mace Windu who is not dark side mace, because that doesn't make sense no. to me. I, I'd like to see him maybe maybe even more light side. Like he's a, a little learned, unhinged, a little bit of un, yeah, but but even but, but learned from his mistakes. Because when you look at everything that's gone wrong in the prequel trilogy, Mace is kind of the forefront of of all of that, right? Because it's Yoda and it's Mace mm-hmm. at the top. Yoda's the Grand Master, Mace is like 1B, mm-hmm. and Yoda is blinded by the dark side of the force. And I, like one thing I've always heard is the more and more, or the, the longer and longer that you remain in power, the less and less that you actually see. And so yeah. Yoda, that would, that would accredit him huge, right? Because 900 years old, he's been a Jedi master for how long he's been the grandmaster for how long, all that kind of stuff. 
he, I don't want to say he was egotistical or anything like that because you never get that impression from Yoda. No, but a, a, a maybe a lack he's of arrogant, empathy. I think, and that you know he's he's in his power. Sure, he's he thinks like you know the galaxy is at peace. The Jedi are the ruling force. He kind of forgets that you know the force finds a way, and for every light there is dark right yes he kind of doesn't really he's like oh well look at how powerful the light is of course the the dark can't be this powerful we'd see it you know um and so yoda i think is arrogant in that sense he doesn't he doesn't fully realize that well look how powerful the light is that means that there has to be a dark event coming up that will equal or match it eventually right Mm -hmm. Like you should need to be more vigilant, vigilant, right? Like we, the lights become this much more powerful. Therefore we need to be that much more vigilant. Yeah. The the force is going to rebalance itself. So I think that's how Yoda's arrogant. I I would Um, agree with that. I would agree. Like he, he should know that I'm, you know, 37 and I know that. Right. And he's (laughs) He's 900 something or 800 something years old in this trilogy. Right. And uh, in the prequel trilogy, era and so like he yeah he should have realized that he couldn't have, he couldn't have had 900 years of peace right yeah exactly exactly and especially with everything that we're starting to read in the high republic there there is conflict it just might not be with the sith mm-hmm. so yeah yeah so for yeah, me the dark side doesn't have to be the sith either right he should no, also absolutely know that. right so it could be something else not and, necessarily uh, the sith 100 percent and so for Mace, for me, I'd like to maybe see him almost repenting to the point of maybe he's become, I don't know, maybe he teaches Obi-Wan something that you wouldn't expect. How about, how about we see him fight Vader and Vader kill him? Or that. Once and for all. Yeah. I'd like to see that. That was, that's like the one thing I really, really, really wish I had a scene in the prequel yep. trilogy, you know, like more than anything, just there's always this conflict between Mace and Anakin. Like I really wanted to see them fight, you know, not just like this chop off Mace's hand while he's, you know, doing what that was not like they had to go at it. Right. That's chicken shit. Uh, with a, with a philosoph- with a philo- philosophical point, like Mace being like, you can't do this. And Anakin like defending the Jedi order. And then like Mace going on more about like, this guy can't be kept alive. Like, and then Anakin's like, Oh my life, you've been telling me to do it this way. Right. And you've been punished me. And now you're going to do it this way. Right. Like just, that's what I wanted to see yeah, so much I, more yeah. in the prequel trilogy. Uh, just like a little bit of that back and forth of like how they failed Anakin and how like Mace's harshness, harshness and coming down on him for doing things the wrong way. And then all of a sudden he's the, the, the one time he should be doing it. Like I think that would have been the best. So if I if we could see a rehashing something like that, like Mace would know. Like if he saw Vader, um, he would know from the presence. He's like, "You're Anakin Skywalker." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they could have that exchange then. And um, it would know, be Mace, yeah. Mace has now lost a hand. Anakin's lost like whatever ninety percent of his body or something. And and then now it's a fair fight. You know. It's, <laughs> It'd be oh, awesome. Man. It'd be a great fight to see. That's for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting thought on Hayden Christensen being back uh, with the Kenobi series. Makes sense for kind of PTSD flashbacks for Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like you could bring Darth Vader in and not have Hayden Christensen. Could. Him. Yeah. But there's a reason why. Um, mm-hmm. But also, how about that Obi-Wan Vader fight? we're expecting to see you know what now that you mention it i'm starting to think less and less that we're going to get an obi-wan mace or obi-wan vader fight and maybe it will be mace and vader i don't know because what would be more epic but yeah obi-wan has to has to protect the secret of luke at all costs right Right. he can't so mace coming in he's got to run away from vader and mace taking on vader I don't think you get a more epic fight than that. Yeah, that'd be kind of akin to Luke's reappearance in Mandalorian season two. Seriously, I suppose. Yeah, like, it'd, be, like, it'd be as equally as epic. Because we've never, I don't, and correct me if I'm wrong, we've never been flat out told that it's an Obi Wan 
Vader fight that's going to be happening. In no, the they Kenobi just said series. the rematch of the something. I can't remember what they and said. I, yeah, the re- did they even say rematch? I want to say that was something like that. So I guess you could say rematch because it was a short fight. Anakin chopping off his arm and then Palpatine giving him the zaps out the window into the Coruscant yeah. underworld. But like, uh, yeah, to me, you're you're not getting a more iconic, epic fight than if it's going to be Mace against Vader. Mm-hmm. Like Obi Wan, we we've, we've seen. Oh, and yes, we want to see Obi Wan and Vader in an epic fight. But do we need to see it? No, because we've already seen them at the heights of their power, and we've seen them later on when not so much. Obi Wan's mm-hmm. old. Do say what you will about Vader and lack of movement because of the seventies. We all got the the uh, the updated version of that fight, and it was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I like the idea. Mason Vader, let's go! I want to see that. <laughs> but so with Hayden Christensen fighting maskless whether mace or, or obi-wan kind of like slash at his helmet and it like half of it falls off and you get you get hayden christensen face mm-hmm. like that would be a really cool thing or vader in a back to tank mm-hmm. like you we're gonna see hayden in some capacity yeah have to. i think i imagine it'll be both ways i think so too and i'm yeah i'm pretty stoked for that flashback and invader back to tank slash some kind of injury maskless vader Oh man, how yeah. long are these episodes going to be? They'll probably be like fifty minutes. I'm guessing it's going to be so good. Oh, um, new trailer for the Star Wars Lego game, the Skywalker Saga one. Okay, uh, it looks incredible. Yeah, yeah, it actually really does look good. Spring 2022. Hmm. So it was supposed to. I think it was supposed to come out last year, but COVID probably put a shot in its arm, and then. This year, they just want to fix it all up. So, I don't know. Um, have you had a chance to see the Mandalorian Season 2 making of? No, I have not. You should. Really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they actually were able to keep Luke, Mark Hamill, secret. Mm-hmm. Do you care if I tell you? Yeah, I saw something on Reddit that said that it, it was Plo Kloon or something <laughs> like that. Plo Koon was gonna be this was gonna be a, a survivor of Order sixty six, yeah. And he like it wasn't original. That that's no. not the thought. Like it was always gonna be Luke, apparently. Yeah, but, but they that's what they said to hide it. Yeah, yeah. And they did like they did images for pre production and everything. It was Plo Koon. They had masks made, like helmets made, yeah. or like a, a Plo Koon like prosthetic that was yeah. made for the actors to wear, and they they wore them while they were filming originally. It's just so funny. But uh, yeah, you got to see those videos. They're really good. Hmm. Um, Apparently, there is a possibility. We've all we've talked about this before on the pod of um, a restructuring of the sequel trilogy. However, they do that. But there is a possibility of a Star Wars resistance age follow up for Disney plus which would kind of be interesting. And it would make sense if Filoni and Favreau are going to reboot the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, would the actors want to come back and portray those roles, knowing that what they did for the sequel trilogy is... I don't want to say null and void, but thrown to another universe. And that, when I say that, Disney, please do not create a Star Wars multiverse. Yeah, I kind of like one timeline. You can go and you can change it, but don't have people showing up from other timelines. Like Luke, Luke is Darth Luke or yeah. uh, White Knight, Anakin, Darth Vader. Like, I don't want to see that crap. Yeah. Like, we don't need Disney. We don't need Marvel multiverse. Yeah. As I don't need that at all. You have the you have the opportunity to fix things within your universe. Yeah, with the world between worlds, they can do that. But I don't I don't need to see that. Okay, so they fixed this. 
this strand now goes this way, and then multiverse strand and worlds and I don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't need that. I don't need that. We have it in Marvel. We have it in DC. I don't need it in Star Wars. It's silly. Mm-hmm. Um, last piece of news that I have: September twenty second. That's the date that uh, Star Wars Visions is going to launch. Okay. So that's, and I thought, I know I'm pretty excited for it. I'm not a big anime guy, but mm-hmm. just to see more Star Wars stories and yeah. new ones, I'm pretty stoked for it. And these are like what ifs or something, right? They're not part I'm of the I'm not canon sure if they line? are what ifs. I think they, I think they are canon stories, but it won't be your main heroes and things of that nature. Okay. And the time setting for this, I'm not entirely sure of. It could be High Republic stuff. It could be. So we could get Babu Frick. Yeah. Episode on Babu Frick. Yeah, possibly. An episode on. I think so. Something like that. Maz Kanata. Maz Kanata has a lot of splaining to do. She does. Like an episode on Chewie. An episode on Luke's hand and how they got the (laughs) lightsaber. Like. We need to find. How did you get the lightsaber? How is that a story that was never told? Maybe That's... they couldn't figure out how to tell it properly. Sounds oh. a little strange. So absurd. That's absurd. Um, that's all I've got for news. I was going to go online real quick and see if there was anything else, but I think that's about it as of as of right now. Okay. Uh, want to jump right into our top five? Sure. Okay, let's do that. Um, so our top five this week is things that we would change in the original trilogy. Yeah. So do you want to go back and forth or do you just want to do your five? I'll start with my honorable mention, I guess. Oh, okay. First. Okay. Uh, my honorable mention is that I would make stormtroopers hit things more often. <laughs> Especially when you have Obi-Wan explaining that those are the blasts yeah, of stormtroopers. Exactly. The elite of the elite. Yeah. Precise and all this and that, right? And would you, you fix- give me all this crap about the will of the force all you want? No, they got a lot. They got to shoot some more people more often. <laughs> yeah. Would you fix the uh, the stormtrooper running into the the door in A New Hope? Or no, keep I, that don't, one? I don't think I would. I think it's kind of like found its place as like one of those all time bloopers in cinema history. Yeah. I think it should stay there. I agree. Yeah. Uh, one of my honorable mentions is more Vader badassery in the original films. We don't yeah. really get to see much of Vader no. do anything. No, yeah, the dark side does the users don't really do anything for like, the most part. He kills, I'm trying to think of everything that he does in well, A New he Hope. Gets, he kills a couple admirals. Yeah. Or somebody in the war. He kills his room. own people. Yeah. And then he kills, kills Obi Wan. And Obi Wan lets him. Yeah. Um in Empire. He's he's a little better. But I would st- I would still say Luke. Yeah, is... all the wall stuff is pretty sweet, right? When he's yeah. just standing there and throwing the stuff at Luke. Yep. Yeah. But he needs to be. He needs to be like give us a, like yes, he looked cool and he was menacing and James Earl Jones's voice was booming, all this kind of stuff. He doesn't really do anything. Yeah, he holds Leia back as Tarkin blows up. Yeah, compared uh, to like on. what we see force users do now and all the oh, yeah. modern stuff. Yeah, I guess if they were to go back and touch things up, I'm sure they they would have to do something with Vader, make him a lot more powerful. Yeah, see, like you know, and not make him such a cuck to the Empire or to the Emperor. Yeah, like there's a level of it that needs to be for sure, because that is his master, and he knows that he's held in place. But throughout throughout the comics and the stories that they're telling with the comics, he's like outright defying them. Yeah. Like let's see, let's see a little bit about that. Oh, this this fucking kid's named Luke Skywalker? That can't be coincidence. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like there's a little bit of a connection between us. <laughs> that can't be coincidence. This is my goddamn son. Yeah. Like, how is this a thing there, Palpy? What's going on? Like confront him a little bit mm-hmm. but no not at all like he is very much even when we get to 
more interaction between Palpatine and Vader on Return of the Jedi. Like Vader's very much cucked to him. Pretty much. Like, yeah, because you know I thought I told you to stay on. He brings Luke to the Emperor. And the Emperor's Emperor's like, all right, kill him now and take his side. (laughs) Yeah. Well that that and when he comes to tell him my side. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he comes to tell him that, oh, uh, transport made its way to the to the moon base, and he's like, I thought I told you to be there. <laughs> and Vader's like, oh, I just wanted to tell you that this was happening. <laughs> like, he's just, there's, there's, it, it almost, it demeans Vader and what he is. And I get that there has to be a level of that because he's about to turn. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, we, I maybe the the prequel trilogies answer more to it because of the fact that he was groomed for so long. Yeah, and he's so vulnerable to the force lightning, right? Like yeah. there's no way of stopping it. And that just shuts off his systems and he dies and he doesn't really want to die. Yeah. Cause he knows the Emperor will just do that. Yep. Okay. That's yeah. that was mine. Do you have another one? Uh, no, that's my own. No, I don't have another honorable mention. Okay, I'll do my last honorable mention then. Real okay. Quick. More from Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. Like, badass, my ass, not until after we see him in The Mandalorian. Yeah. And Filoni and Favreau wrote this, and the director for that episode did. It was... um. Was it Rodriguez? It was Rodriguez. He does him. Yeah. He does him right yeah he did do a good job like <laughs> robert rodriguez brought boba fett into like and he says it during when you watch the making of he talks about it and he says like i this is the boba fett that i wanted to see in the original movies like i mm. i want to see him go in there and just mash people mm. and be that badass that we all kind of thought he was so that's what I, I want to see more. Give us a reason why Boba Fett is this guy. Mm-hmm. And and yes, we get it in the, the prequels and we get it in the Clone Wars. And I don't know, maybe we'll see it in uh, Bad Batch. But you could have thrown in something there, whether it's not the stormtroopers that shot up Luke's place, but it was Boba Fett. Mm. And he, he mangles... He's the one hunting down Luke, not the stormtroopers. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Right? And then maybe maybe you switch up the dialogue with Obi-Wan and be like, oh, yeah, no, that can't be stormtroopers. That's way too precise. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got. Okay, let's get into our, our top five. You go first. All right. My first one that came to mind is I would not have Luke and Leia kiss. Oh, yes. That is Actually, correct. I would take that out. Yep. Um, I think that's just a bit of a weird. The first, the first movie I'm okay with. For luck, peck on the cheek, yeah, right? When she says for luck, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that because they have yeah. no idea what's going on, and we have no idea what's going on. Yeah, so, and you know, but an Empire Strikes Back, that ain't no peck. She tries to prove to Han, right, that she's not <laughs> for him, all, all, all about him. She you kisses know, her brother. You, you know, know what the best part about that is? Luke's didn't affect, so proud. Didn't affect Han whatsoever. No. <laughs> he no, was Luke. like, I'm still going to lay this bitch. That's yeah. happening. <laughs> and Luke's just like so proud of himself, yeah. right? And he's shitty. His hands behind his head. Yeah, that's, I would take that scene out. I agree. That's, that's my, <laughs> first, my first tweak. I have that in there as well. Yeah. Yeah, that was my second one. Okay. <laughs> I just love it because it just didn't affect Han at all as far as jealousy goes. So yeah. why even have it? Like if if Han isn't gonna look at Luke and be like, Ooh, you son of a like mm-hmm. he just was like, All right. <laughs> Good job, kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know I'm you know I'm gonna pursue this, right, kid? Like this is happening. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. Unnecessary. Uh go ahead, go again, because that's one that's my second one. Okay, uh, my next one is I would reinstate the part where Han shoots first. So that was changed in A New Hope. Yeah. With Greedo shooting first. Yep. And it looks stupid. Yeah, it looks um, weird. It doesn't look not natural, right? The way they redid it. Yeah. 
And so, like, I like that Han Solo is a scoundrel. You know, I think it's yeah, better they... to see it in, like, not make him out to be such a good guy. I like that, you know, he shoots Greedo first. And so I really think that's a good part of keeping Han's character I agree. in there. Because it also, like, it also makes it better for understanding why Han would cut and run on the Rebellion. Yeah. To pay off a bounty, right? Yeah. Like he's so um I yeah. agree with that. You gotta keep that shot keep that shot in. I uh I do have a Greedo thing in here. I, I'm mm-hmm. like mine is I gotta you either gotta get rid of Greedo in either the scene with Han mm-hmm. so it doesn't happen, yeah. which I don't agree with. I think that scene should happen, and I agree Han shot first, mm-hmm. or with the re-edits with with uh Jabba. That we mm-hmm. see in A New Hope where he stands, okay, he stands he sli- on his tail. Greedo is there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Greedo's dead. <laughs> like, this is after Greedo. Was he? Yeah. Because he's talking to he's talking to uh, Jabba and he's saying, I, I just got a nice little bounty or something like that to be able to pay you back kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Greedo's in that scene. Oh, I haven't watched that. I have to look. I think, look I think it was oopsies and maybe they're saying it's not Greedo, but it yeah i'm sure they are clearly looks <laughs> we, like didn't, we didn't make a mistake like it's yeah. it's not yeah it's not like he's wearing almost the identical clothing and everything it just looks weird yeah but uh and then there's i saw something funny love the meme where palps talking about only one has cheated death <laughs> it's a picture of Greedo. <laughs> i love it uh so that's that's, that's mine good. you gotta you gotta change that scene and get rid of greedo out of there you could take yeah. that whole scene out i don't need to see it anyway all right well my next tweak is i would make uh luke's pull to the dark side more prominent you know it's like we never really doubt him we always know he's yeah. going to be a jedi you know i know like george lucas puts him in like light gray and black clothing yeah, and that's supposed to tell us this is where he is, right? But I want to see it a little bit more than that, you know. Yeah, I really. Him, the... I want to see him mulling over the life of somebody, you know, like weighing the pros and the cons, like, you know, this person is a terrible person. They blah 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 blah. The Jedi way says not to do it, but I know he's going to be a danger to the rebellion. Like, I would like to see him have to weigh that kind of consequence a little bit more, so that and it... his. Yeah, you bring up a good point because too at the at the same time he has no idea about the Jedi code. No, he doesn't. Right, right? like he's only being told what Yoda is teaching him on. Yeah, um, Dagobah. Dagobah, and we don't know what Yoda is teaching him. Not really. We know he doesn't have the the secret Jedi texts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we he doesn't understand the code of the Jedi. Yeah, not, those, not the like, way Yoda. Yeah, it almost seems like Yoda is more teaching Luke to like use his powers for fighting and defense. Yeah, almost, yeah, exactly. You know, um, my next one is in is a scene that's already done, but it was never added. It's and you put in that scene where Luke builds his green lightsaber. Oh yeah, okay. Like it's important. Yeah, in his drive and and his learning experience as a Jedi. Like mm-hmm. he, we start episode six return of the jedi with luke just badass yeah like so much more than when we left him Mm -hmm. and i like he's got a new lightsaber which we all expect how did he build it we know that it from the comics he gets he gets uh an obi-wan journal and that's where he kind of gets his information from on how to build a new lightsaber where does he get the crystal Mm. like We've been taught as we've been watching all of these shows, all this Star Wars content, that Star Wars crystals, like Kyber crystals, not the easiest thing to get a hold of. Yeah. So, and Luke just boop, here's a green one. Just takes one out from out of space after we blew up the Star Destroyer or yeah. the uh, the Death Star. He flew back and picked Pick. one out of space. Oh, there's, oh, I fine. see that green. Boop. It just takes it out. So, that's like, I, I want to see more of that that experience go ahead 
All right. My next one is the terrible and terrifying bounty hunter Boba Fett should go down in a more worthy way. <laughs> you know, you're not a fan um, of the uh, no I'm Boba not a fan Fett of accidentally Oof. hitting him in the jetpack button. And I do like how they had to um, <laughs> fix the jetpack button. They they canonize that that weakness right with um, Mandalorians targeting the whatever. What are they? The Phoenix wings or something? Oh my god. Um, and that's uh, so amazing <laughs> wings of the phoenix right just because it's such a stupid way for him to go down yeah. right the most terrifying bounty hunter in the galaxy goes down as almost uh, flies into jabba's barge an and falls accident the, yeah yeah accidentally oh. has his backpack touched and so you know yeah he has to that has to be changed um, i agree him fighting luke there would have been far cooler you know, Luke chopping off the jetpack and plunging him into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, that would have been a lot cooler. I agree. Um, you know, well, they needed Boba Han Fett. to get the win. Yeah, just a goofy ass win. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So yeah, that would that would be. Is that my fourth one? Yeah, that's my fourth tweak. Uh, my fourth, and I've kind of already mentioned it. I would have liked to see more defiance from Vader. To the emperor mm-hmm. about luke mm-hmm. being his son i want to see i want him questioning it like you just found out that the emperor straight up like obviously like through through the comics we find out that um anakin discovers that the emperor lied about padme padme is the most important thing it, he's mm-hmm. obsessed like when we talk about obi-wan and anakin or vader being obsessed with obi-wan not even close to what he was with Padme. Yeah. And we don't see any of that through the movies, obviously, because it hadn't been written yet. But we're, this is 2020 hindsight and we can do this. So I want to see more defiance on the lies from the emperor. Padme lies. Luke being his son. You told me that Padme died and the children died or the child died and childbirth mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff like that there's got to be at no point does vader go "Ooh, i have a son and a daughter wait a minute emperor like palpatine you told me that this was this was not a thing what the f- yeah maybe he doesn't do it because he knows well so what palpatine would be like oh so but you're gonna take my place you're going to rise them up as your apprentice? Yeah, but like from everything that we've seen from Anakin, and I know Vader isn't Anakin. No, but, Vader's but there afraid. Is. He's yeah. afraid of the Emperor. Because he knows the Emperor can kill him. Yeah, easily. I guess. But I just, I feel like as a person, you still have traits, whether you've given up that being or not, right? And Anakin was so defiant. Yes. And it, it served him well. And so for him to for him to not be defined at all, but we see it in the comics. And I and again, I know that the comics have come out years later, right? And so mm-hmm. Palpatine has to teach him lesson after lesson after lesson to keep him in line and all that, but he's about he's about to turn on him. Mm-hmm. At some point, you gotta think that Vader was like, This you told me that Padme was dead. You told me that the kid died. And now I have twins. Like, what else aren't you teaching, telling me? I was, I came to you because the Jedi didn't tell me everything. And here you are openly hiding things, right? Like that's, that's what I just feel like there should be more of that. Mm. More defiance and maybe more emperor putting him in his place. Yeah. And teaching him like, nope, you're scared. Be scared. You have every right to be. So that's my, that's my fourth one. Okay. Yeah, I would like to see that scene. Like, I guess it couldn't be in episode six, right? It'd have to be before then. Yeah. Vader learns it sometime between episode five and six. They could definitely. Well, no, he would. He would. Yeah, I guess it depends on. He learns about Luke. You could put that that. at any point. You could put that at any point, right? Just depending upon when Boba finds out that he's a Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And my last uh, tweak to the original trilogy 
is I would make the Ewoks less um, kiddish and more fearsome. You know, like they so cute. <laughs> they somehow make a mockery of the stormtroopers. You know, <laughs> like yeah, you, you can wouldn't... explain that off as like sheer numbers, but it's not. But it's not. It's, it's not. not. These are stormtroopers, right? Yeah. Like this is the emperor's. They forgot army. how to fire their guns. <laughs> yeah, and like they, they're getting beat by Stone Age weapons. You know, like hatchets that are pieces of rock tied to it <laughs> and they're all wearing with a tough significant rope, right? armor <laughs> they're wearing loincloths against you know whatever that armor is that they have you know <laughs> so it's just like come on like if the if the ewoks are more fearsome like i heard the original plan was the for them to be wookies oh really and that would have made a lot more sense Right. Yeah, and you could have even less. A lot more sense. And I think they ended up going with Ewoks because the costume for the Wookiees were going to cost too much or something. Yeah. Because um, they're basically half the size. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. But it probably factored into some of the decision-making for that um, because they're just too kiddie. You know, just too, I don't know. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, they're Star Wars icons, but you know, they went up against the conquering army of the galaxy and like one ass. Yeah, I think I think what we don't take into consideration a lot, especially when we look at that fight, is the fact that there were rebels on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like we we rarely see the rebels actually fighting. It's more it's all Ewok scenes, yeah. and you'll get a scene here or there where a rebel is shot and falls down and obviously george is like kids toys kids toys kids toys yeah probably so uh my final one looking at yoda's training this makes no sense to me luke is one of two last chances for the jedi to right the wrong of the sith empire and yoda fights training him yeah i do think that's part of his plan like he had to break luke Maybe I mean if you if that's the case, then when you're talking with Obi-Wan there, bring that out. Mm-hmm. Instead, like he's fighting Yo- o- like Obi-Wan. He's like, ah no, he's too young or he's too old. Nobody's like, I was old too. Like, mm-hmm. no, you weren't, but whatever. <laughs> like Yoda, it's just a weird flex from Yoda. Mm-hmm. And then still not telling him about vader until he dies yeah like he holds that right until like why why Hmm. same thing with obi-wan though yeah like there is there's no need for him to lie about what happened Well, so, I guess they think that that would taint Luke's decision-making him. process going forward if he knew the truth and he maybe. would want to be like his father or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, there you go. That wraps up our top five. I haven't watched The Bad Batch in a while. I'm going to actually have to... Well, I will re-watch all these episodes again, but man, oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, we're reviewing episodes four to five. The first one cornered um, we're back on a planet that we've seen before, just a different view of it. It's Pantora. Mm-hmm. We haven't been to Pantora in a while. Uh, the Bad Batch crew make a stop to fuel up, get supplies and credits. The portmaster extorts Wrecker and uh, Tech for some credits and then gives their location to a familiar face, Fennec Shand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this scene too before we introduced to Fennec yeah. where it's just like the bad batch or just all they've ever known is military. They right? don't understand how to they work. Don't understand other parts of society. And they, they're kind of like showing that a little bit. I think it's it's a nice touch for them to kind of show how clueless they are. I agree. They don't, they don't understand like having to bribe to have their ship, you know, dock somewhere and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Omega and Echo, dressed as an android, uh, go into town for supplies. Hunter haggles with a shop owner for credits and sells Echo for 3,000 credits. And 
I like how Echo Echo doesn't want to do it only because he thinks he's worth more. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, Omega gets lost chasing a beast that stole a doll that she took from the shop owner. Fennec finds her, and Omega tells her that she is trying to find her friends. Hunter notices that Omega is gone, chases after. Um, as uh, Fennec and Omega are walking, Omega, 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 yeah, she steals some fruit for Omega from a merchant. Omega doesn't really understand why you would do that, and Fennec explains like you got to survive, kind of thing. This is one mm-hmm. way to do that. Um, Echo meets his new droid crew, <laughs> and he immediately takes over. Mm-hmm. Hunter catches up with Omega and Shan. They fight briefly with Hunter telling Omega to run, then getting the advantage. But Shan headbutts him with her helmet on, knocks him out. Wrecker and Tech are trying to set up the ship to be able to scramble their signature whenever they need, kind of like the way the ghost does in Mm -hmm. um, Rebels. Uh, Hunter radios the rest of the crew to let them know that Omega is being chased by a highly trained woman. Tech tells Hunter he'll tap into the security and by the eyes of, and be the eyes of the group, I should say. Wrecker goes after Omega just to find her. Um, go Wrecker. Go Wrecker. He's awesome. Wrecker. I love him. I like, but I he's, like he is too. dealing with headaches still. Yes, he is. Hunter tells Tech to get the ship ready. Tech says he'll need maintenance droids, which Echo has. Echo brings the droids. They march out of the shop owner, who is shocked as uh, Echo tells him, you got me at a bargain, (laughs) and then just just wanders off. Well, you see, he's also taken off all their, like, those little things that control them. Their restraining bolts. Their restraining bolts, yeah. 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 Yeah, I guess putting a restraining bolt on him wouldn't matter. No. Because no. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, Omega runs into Wrecker. Oh no, sorry. Tech finds Omega going into a maintenance tunnel. Shan is on her tail. Omega runs into Wrecker, who picks her up and tells the crew that he's got her. Shan appears and Omega warns him. He tells her to get to the ship. Then gets beat the fuck up by Shan in one move. Yeah. And hits his head, doesn't he? He does hit his head, yeah. Yeah. And just drops. Uh, Echo arrives with. I like this for two reasons. A, because normally Wrecker would destroy her. Mm-hmm. Uh, B, to give her a little bit more credence mm. as a viable, not villain, but um, a threat that has to yeah. be taken seriously by the yes. Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, Tech finds her and warns Hunter. Hunter radios for Wrecker, who is knocked out. Um, Fennec saves Omega from falling and then they drop onto a courier speeder. Hunter steals a pursuit or a, a speeder bike and then is in hot pursuit mm-hmm. as Omega manages to make Shan fall off the barge that they're on. Shan lands on another speeder, immediately kills the guy. <laughs> yeah, I noticed this. I was that was one of my comments that I marked down in my notes was that I just I couldn't believe like Shen can't be a good person if she's throwing people out of speeders and killing innocent civilians and then shooting cops and killing cops. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and this scene is kind of like Shan is, you know, got zero regard for the law. Like she's an outlaw, right? And not, we, we need to keep not that even in a bounty mind. hunter, not even a bounty hunter. Yeah. Like she's an outlaw. Uh, tech radio's record to get back to the ship. Hunter saves a dangling Omega from Shan and they blow up the speeder she was on, but she escapes. And then she watches as Hunter and Omega speed off. The droids finish up with the repairs on the ship. Uh, it's operational again. Hunter arrives on Omega and tech tells record to hurry up. He arrives immediately and they take off from the port. Uh, authority who is worried about Shand. She arrives and you would normally think that she would pop this guy. Yeah. Nope. He's begging for his life and all she does is give him credits and tell him if they ever return, he knows how to contact her. And then she contacts her employer and notifies them that the target got away, but that she'll find her. Yeah. And we have no idea who that is. None at all. And we speculated very much when this episode came out. I know the internet did. And fan base, who is it? I did not see a right answer. No, I didn't. I didn't guess the right answer either. 
which is pretty cool. Yeah, good for good on them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Rampage is the second episode. Mm-hmm. Show opens with Tech giving Omega Crosshair's armband that uh, she can use to keep in contact with the rest of the group, and she tests it. Omega here. <laughs> Rekka. 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 Tech. Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Uh, in the background, Wrecker <laughs> is squatting the Gronk droid. Yeah, I love that. There's a use for Gronk droids. I guess he'd be a battery, so he'd be extra heavy. Yeah, it's he's just, just so a funny. giant piece of metal. <laughs> it's just yeah. so funny. Uh, Omega asks why they're heading to Ord Mantel. So, iconic uh, location. Which is awesome. Echo says that the Jedi trusted uh, a Sid there, and that they should contact him. They is it land... only iconic because of what Han Solo said about the place, about the bounty hunter he ran into an Ord Mantell that once upon I think, a time? And... I think that and the video game from N sixty four. Oh, the Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there is a level there. Yeah, and it was yeah. so cool. It was so much fun. Um, Uh, they land and enter Sid's establishment where they see a fa- a female Trandosian fixing a game. They ask if they know who Sid is, and she says no. Uh, as the Bad Batch contemplate their situation, Omega is playing around with uh, a game and walks up to the Trandosian and figures out that she is Sid. Mm-hmm. And Sid says she's sharper than her friends. And Sid, of course, is uh, a very a very famous actor and has kind of has six degrees of separation to star wars okay okay so she's married to danny devito or was married to danny devito um and ria perlman was of course on cheers and Mm -hmm. norm from cheers not is it norm yeah no, it's not Norm. The other guy. Norm's best friend on Cheers. Is that Woody Harrelson's character? No, no not Woody Harrelson. He's the uh, he's the uh, mailman. I don't Norm, know. Norm is Cheers George. was a little old for me. I know it's just, just a it's little just bit. in my wheelhouse. It's it's not like I I can hardly remember anybody. Okay, I, I have to show. find this because I need to finish this the six degrees of separation here. Okay, so television. She was cheers. Oh, it's not norm. It's uh, I don't want to say ah. So Sam is Ted Danson. Norm is George Went. Cliff, Cliff Clavin. George uh, John Ratzenberg. He was in the uh, Empire Strikes Back. So that's where the six degrees of separation happens. It's Cliff Clavin, John Ratzenberger, and John Ratzenberger was in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Okay, I I don't know who that is. I'd have to see a picture of them. Okay, do you remember in Empire or in Return of the Jedi when Leia has like a whole bunch of soldiers around her, and yeah. it's about it's about time to get out of Hoth kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then there's the commander who comes in and says, "Okay, let's go." Um, yeah, that is Cliff from Cheers. Okay, I think he All also right. says something to Leia when they're talking about closing the blast doors for the night okay he okay i know i know i think i know who you're talking about yeah so that that is that is john ratzenberger from cheers so a little Mm. bit of six degrees i took the very long way to get there (laughs) Mm. but um anyway yeah ria perlman is sid um as the crew talks and uh, omega announces on her comms (laughs) she found sid Mm-hmm. And they're standing five feet away, which is just hilarious. Uh, Sid leads them to her office and tells them that Omega is the brains of their operation. Wrecker sticks his hand out and Omega high fives him <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. Hilarious <laughs> because record is he's just a big, a big child. That's all he is. He's just a big kid. 
Hunter asks if she knows who Fennec Shand is. She says no, but knows a bounty hunter when she sees them. In order for her to find out about the bounty hunter, the Bad Batch would have to do a job for Sid. Hunter asks what kind of job. Sid says it's a rescue mission. They need to rescue somebody named Moochie. Moochie? Mm-hmm. I think it's Moochie or Mochi. Moochie. Uh, they agree to a 70-30 split for Sid, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then they take off. So they do not do well with negotiating in, in this new world. that they. No, they're not. They're still learning. Yeah. Uh, on the ship, Record is dealing with the headaches, mm-hmm. and we start seeing that a little bit more. Omega, bless her innocent heart, asks what slavery is. Yeah. Echo explains. Uh, they land, and Hunter tells Omega to stay on the ship. They get closer to see what they are up against and immediately get caught, which kind of flies in the face of what they are as a group. Mm-hmm. A little bit. I had a problem with that. Stealth people? Yeah. Like they just, they just, they get caught right away. Yeah. Now, were they meaning to get caught? I don't know. Maybe to get closer to the situation. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sid is talking to her contact. I was like, is it Bib Fortuna? Mm-hmm. Um, Omega avoids the Zagarian slavers. And of course, the Zagarian slavers we've seen before. And yeah, uh, I like Wars. that. I like those episodes too. Of I, Clone too. Wars. I liked seeing these guys come back. I thought it was awesome. I agree. And yeah, I like I what they, they were, were saying about things too. Yeah. How now, now that the empires here are our, our slave empire can return kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was good. The Republic's not in power anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can do what we want. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they are tied, the, uh, the bad backs is tied up. Wrecker says he's, his binders are loose and gets collar shocked. Echo threatens the Zagarian slaver. He gets shocked. Hunter wants to warn Omega, and Tech says they don't have to. She's here, and mm-hmm. she's climbing around. Echo tells the uh, Zagarian leader that if they had their equipment, things would be different, giving Omega a heads up on where their stuff is. She climbs down onto one of the slave crates, which is holding some kind of beast. Uh, Omega gets caught, and the Zagarian says she was sneaking around. Omega says she wasn't sneaking. She was unlocking. Mm-hmm. And then, oop, out pops uh, an adolescent rancor. Yeah. Just a little Which baby. That was guy. awesome. Yeah. He starts yeah. to rampage all over the place. Now, we have something to think about here. Is this the rancor from Return of the Jedi? Yeah. And apparently, it's not. That's too so bad. I read you could have totally later. tied that in. I know, but it gets kind of, that would be, I think they chose not to make it that. Because, well, I'm guessing anyway, as uh, uh, because it would have been a little dark to do that, to knowing know that, that fate that do- <laughs> in the end, right? <laughs> we just got like they're, they're rescuing this little rancor only so that Luke can kill it because that's uh, the next time we <laughs> next time we see it, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, the Bad Batch escape. They take up the fight to escape from the slavers. Moochie decimates the, the, the slavers. Mm-hmm. Echo and Omega take the other slaves to escape. Hunter, Tech, and Wrecker go after Moochie. Um, helping the Zagarians is a Brezik, which kind of reminds me of the... Uh, I don't know, I, that creature that Obi-Wan was riding in Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Kind of the like, same, but it's not. Sque- it's not. Squealing? It's like yeah. a flying version? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, hold on. So apparently, I wrote this down because I must have found this somewhere. Helping the Zagarians is a Brezik. We've seen them before in Clone Wars during Anakin's infiltration of the Zagarians to save the Twi'leks. So he must have rid one. Okay. Uh, Hunter fights the slaver's leader, which gives Moochie a chance to chase off the Brezik. Uh, Echo downs a few slavers to get the other escapees to some speeder bikes. Omega picks up one of the slaver's energy bows, and Echo yells for her to stay close. After Moochie gets rid of the Brezik, Tech tells Wrecker he has to assert, him, uh, assert himself as the Alpha. Or the alpha. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Moochie and Wrecker just start fighting. <laughs> just fight until one collapses yeah basically. and wrecker yeah. holds out at the very end there echo and omega arrive back at the scene of a very tired wrecker and moochie's just slinging mitts at each other 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Moochie falls first and Wrecker collapses on him after. And Omega comments on how he's kind of cute up close. Hunter says, job well done to Wrecker, who's just sit, like laying on Moochie and he's like patting him on the mm-hmm. head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bib Fortuna arrives at Sid's for Moochie. So I guess I was right. Mm-hmm. It was Bib. Sid tells him patience is required for a job like that and that her best crew is on the job. And then uh, Bib hears Moochie howling. So him and his crew run outside and there's Omega riding on top of Moochie as the Brad, uh, the Bad Batch bring him back safely. Sid tells Bib that uh, she told him they'd get the job done and now it's time to settle up. Bib hands over three cases of credits and leaves with Moochie. Sid hands them one case and tells them there's more where that came from. And then Hunter says he'll think about it. And Sid doubles down saying they need friends and money to avoid detection from this funky new empire. And that uh, they must be important if they have a bounty hunter after them, but she can keep their secret, which is an important line there. I really like that line, like that little threat that she gives, you know, it's like, Oh, this is a bounty hunter of some renown. And she's chasing after you. You must have something pretty valuable there, right? Yeah. And it's almost then, like it's almost manipulative in the fact that yeah, she could use it as a as a ooh, you have something important and I want that, or I've got a secret of yours. Work for me, and I'll keep that secret. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's somebody I know. Somebody that would profit. Exactly. Sid. This kind of information, <laughs> right? Sid would profit. Yeah, and I like well, and Fennec Shen, whoever Fennec well, Shen's time. working for, and yep. right. So I like that little thinly veiled threat. Uh, I was like, "You're working for me now. Like this is a good arrangement. Don't worry, I got your back as long as you're going to work for me." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought that was good. Couple um, of great. This episodes. is kind of like, like when I first saw this episode, I was like, "Okay, so this is going to be kind of like the start of like the the side missions." Yeah, so to speak, right? Yeah. Like, because up until then it was like main quest story, yeah. Like of the video game, you know, and um, it's just been like the Bad Batch and their history and like how they ended up where they ended up, and now they're kind of aimless <clears throat> or rudderless, right? They they need somebody to to guide them, and now there's going to be like they're working jobs for this Sid person, yeah, uh, in order to fill in the rest of the season or whatever. And so that is it for our review. Lots to look forward to in the, uh, in the next up. I'm like, we talked about this when we were watching this, when they were released. Um, this next episode introduce, reintroduces a couple of characters that were blasted big time from season seven of Clone Wars. We're not going to get into it now, but I enjoyed the episode. The ones coming up? Yeah. Okay. Like, I haven't watched them so. yet. I'll watch them before the show next week. Yeah. So Decommissioned is our next one. That's uh, on, on a mission to acquire a valuable asset. The Bad Batch encounters smugglers after the same target. And then Battle Scars is, the, uh, is a very, very important episode because everything that happens in that kind of tells us the story of what happened um, with the Bad Batch and Order 66 and potential other clones and things of that nature. So lots to discover. We still we still got a ways to go. And I love it. So there you go. Any other comments on uh, these couple episodes? No, I don't think so. Good times. And that's why yeah, we no, do No, they this. were good. They're good. You know, they're still you know feeling out these characters i know the first time i watched them i was like okay this is when i started to like them a little bit more they start to have form like that cohesive group and yeah their personalities are all really starting to come out you know you can strecker's always hitting his head and grabbing his head and stuff now and it's kind of like oh shit something weird's gonna happen with him and um yeah they're uh they're they're good they're good they're setting the stage well i think and hopefully season two will when that comes out next year, hopefully that just blows it right out of the water. Yeah. And and I, I I do hope, like I know with the Mandalorian, we saw a lot of side and a lot of setting up for the future. Mm-hmm. I hope with Bad Batch, that's not the case. We It's a cartoon. It's an animated show. Unless, we don't need that. Unless they're setting up uh, undoing the sequel trilogy. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, then, that's then right. I'm on board with it. But yeah, I I, um, I would think that that's they're starting to put did. a couple couple plot or strings in there to yeah. make it happen a little bit more understandably. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you're right on that. You are right on that. And what? next season, more so than ever, with everything that's going on with the cloning capabilities. Yeah, that's huge. So yeah, you're yeah. right. That you're right. Mm-hmm. Setting up for a reboot of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, let's go. What would Alan say about the sequel trilogy? <laughs> We'd probably go on a 10 minute tangent here. I can't say that word. I've said yeah. it already. I've said it the once this, this afternoon already. So we'll just move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. um, was- that's all I got for today. <laughs> uh, and that should wrap it up for us next week. We'll get into those two episodes and uh, our, our top five for next week will be the Mandalorian age. I guess we'll call yeah. it. Yeah, the, the interim between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Any what tweaks we, from what we've seen so far and, and things that we'd we like, to, like see. to see. Yeah. We might end up doing a little bit more things we'd like to see because they haven't really explored that era. Not a whole lot. Yet. No. So, yeah, good times. All right. Well, then uh, until next week, what would Alan say to get us out of here? I'd say, uh, I guess, with the resurging of COVID and this Delta yeah. variant, he would say, uh, Stay safe and watch Star Wars. Watch lots of Star Wars and have fun. I I agree. I think that's uh, stay safe, people. If you're listening out there, however many listeners we do have (laughs) left, um, and watch (laughs) watch Star Wars. All right, we'll tell. We'll talk to you guys next week right here on Pod Racers, a Star Wars podcast. Peace out. See ya.